Three, two, one. Gentlemen, boys and girls, we're here today with the MMA OB Daily Podcast. We're going to re recap UFC Paris. And first of all, let me introduce my co-host here, the man, the greatest guy in Canada, Amamad Martin. How are you doing, dude? Dude, what a guy, man. Yeah, Canada. So it's Labor Day today. So I, you know what, Marcel? It's not that I spaced. It's just like, guys, I like I can't even get into it, but like, there's a lot of stuff going on in my personal life these days. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden, like things are getting better, right? So then I'm I, I completely forget that yeah I'm off, but I could do the podcast earlier. So I'm like, you know, Marcel, let's just do it now. The Blue Jay game starts at four, four seven actually. It's two oh seven right now. Blue Jay games at four oh seven, Marcel. So I have two hours, guys, and then just I just I plan on chilling out, watching the game, and just having a beer, Marcel, and relaxing today. That's my that's my goal because I've just been going through a lot. So that's my goal, and I just told Marcel you do the hosting for now because why not, man? Um, I just, I, like I said, Marcel, you know, I just moved into a different place. So like, it's, it's exciting times and, uh, you know, spending time with more time with my daughter lately too, which has been great, man. So things are going well, man. And Marcel and 10 and one in the picks for UFC Paris. So pretty fucking good night. Although again, I should have taken uh Manon, obviously we had a perfect night, Marcel that close, but, uh, doing good, man. How are you? Yeah, doing well, man. Uh, pretty busy weekend with UFC Paris stuff. Um, so, um, yeah, today was a little bit more mellow, uh, so I was happy with that. And I was happy we could do the podcast a little bit earlier. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Let's take the, let's get to the comments, Marcel. Just read them. Happy Labor Day, Glenn. You got first. Yeah, where's Glenn? Glenn probably thought it was five, because that's why I tweeted this morning. But I apologize for that. Last pirate looked good. What's up, man? What's up, guys? Glad to have you guys here again. Special time, right? So, you know. We, By the way, we still. Go ahead. Hans Mullenkamp. What are we doing? We're still trying, you know. You got, I, I got to start tagging monster in the in the posts. And then you can get Dominic Cruz to come and do a like a, an analysis spot one day. Yeah, <laughs> I say let's get into the card or sell UFC Paris though. Um, good good card, right? Yeah, uh, definitely. Man. A lot of good finishes, right. man. A lot of like impressed performances. What's your overall thoughts on the card? Was well, a fun card, man. I think definitely for the French people was great. I mean, only pretty much, yeah. Obviously, one guy lost in the French against French fighter, but only one French fighter lost to a to a non-French fighter, which we all probably would have guessed. But um, yeah, it was a good card. I was some good finishes on it. Um, I think overall a great card, man. I think it was a lot better than uh, than expected, probably because I don't think that uh, the card was that great, to be honest, on paper. But planned out to be a good one. So. I, I mean, I, I think again, I, I I thought it was better than you going into it and i was i was still like pleasantly surprised because like a lot of the fights were good maybe there was like one or two fights actually you know what marcel looking at the card like it, most of the fights were really good fights they're either finishes or they were competitive so yeah it was a good card i say let's get into it marcel start with the main event serial down defeats Sergei by sakuran tko just looked amazing or so look at the stats he landed 109 significant strikes in and like less than two full rounds Spivak only landed 11. So, wow. Like, the, again, the head strike defense have gone. Um, and then, like, he barely got touched. And then, of course, like, his offense was just off the charts in this fight. Like, he looked amazing. Again, if he's not fighting Francis or John Jones Marcel, he's looking fucking amazing in the octagon. So, he's just awesome. And look at his record now, the UFC guys. It is 9-2. Again, with the losses to the best fighter in the history of the sport. And the hardest puncher in the history of the sport, probably. So, like, the guy is fucking good, man. You look at the wins he has, Marcel, all by knockout lately. Spivak, 
Tuvasa, Lewis, and then obviously the winner of Volkov, Rosenstrike, you know, JDS even. I mean, these are like ranked guys, former title challengers, and, and, or champions in the GDS of JDS. So, man, I, I'm, I'm really high on gone. By the way, obviously, we heard the story now. This house got robbed or apartment, 150000 of like jewelry and like possessions and stuff. So just terrible news. I heard that was common in like France or Europe, Marcel. I don't know if that's true. Like they do it to the soccer players. Yeah, terrible. So they do it when they're doing an event because they're, you know, the guard is down, right? But uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, go ahead. I, go ahead. I remember like uh, uh, you got the, it's a pretty much a rifle club of Ajax, my team PSV. Yeah, like Sahavi, which was an um, Israeli player, I think. And uh, he was playing with PSV uh, away game, I think. And right then, uh, he got some robbers into his house in Amsterdam. He actually lived in Amsterdam. So uh, in his house, but his wife and his two kids were still at home. So I think the, they, uh, they uh, how do you say that? Uh, they they put those things in their mouth and they 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 uh, they pretty much, uh, how do you say that? With with, with rope, they bond, bond them to each other, you know? I don't know how to say that in English, you know? Um, when they, they robbed the place, they stole a lot of his watches, you know? And the, his wife and his kids, they got like that thing. What, what, what you see when somebody gets kidnapped in their mouth and they got tied up with, with rope. Blindfold, you know? so, handkerchief, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So those kind of crazy stuff. But it, it, it happens It happens sometimes, yeah. And I mean, it's happened more and more. And the thing is like with um, a lot of these celebrities, you know, they have Instagram, they have Facebook, they have Twitter, and they show their wealth on it, you know? So pretty much, I don't say you don't have to do it, don't get me wrong, but the thing is like, if you show your wealth on it, then you show your Rolexes or for whatever, and somebody sees it, they're going to try to rob you maybe if there are bad people, you know? You, you never know. So I always like, if you have something which is worth a lot, you can do whatever you want, don't get me wrong, but maybe reconsider it to show it to the whole world, wide world, you know? And if they know where you live, it's a tricky business, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's just bad, really bad. That's terrible. Let's get some of the comments from the guys here. We got Zach here, really good. Uh, hey, Zach, what's up, man? He says, it's a really great fighting card. It was me until the night before, and they realized we're a lot better than originally thought. To yeah, it was a great card, I thought. Uh, oh, yeah, like out of a rating, I'd give it like an eight, a solid eight, right? Good card. What's an eight? You said oh, 10, yeah, eight out of 10. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, jail to win. She, yeah, okay, so that's the thing. Like, uh, what's his name? Severe MMA, uh, uh what's the guy's name? Or uh, Mac Life, um, interviewed, uh, uh, Aspinall, and he just said, like, the UFC didn't want him to enter the ring. So, like, do they not want to do this fight? Is that okay? Like, just to skip ahead, like, Marcel, obviously looking ahead, like. I thought that's what the plan was. Like, I thought that's why he's there. But then Nashville says to um, Oscar Willis, that's the guy I was thinking about. He tells him, yeah, the UFC said don't go into the cage. Why would they say that? Yeah. I don't understand that. They've been doing that a lot more lately, unless they don't want that fight. They don't probably, maybe they don't want to do that fight. Maybe before, they want to him in Pavlovich instead. Before the broadcast started, uh, uh, Tom was actually with uh, our broadcast team, the Dutch broadcast team. And uh, he said, like, uh, I want to fight Pavlovich because I want to be the number one contender and he's the number one contender and I want that yep. spot. So I want Pavlovich. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I think you can go a lot of ways in that division right now. And it pretty much depends everything what happens on uh, November 11th when John Jones fights Stephen Miocic. I think that's the main reason what's going to happen next. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, a couple other comments here. How do you guys think Gone and Aspinall fit? I mean, it's a, it's it's an interesting fight. Like, I, I probably would be an Aspinall though, just because I think the guy's like upside is off the charts, right? But like Gone, he's more all around. Gone's so think. good. Go ahead. Sorry, Marshall. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, he's more all around. I think. I think. Yeah. Listen, if you go pure on stand up, 
I think they can match each other. Maybe Ghana's a little bit more technical. But yeah. if you take the ground game and, and, and thought as well, I think Aspinall has a better ground game than Ghana, you know. So got to lean a bit, little bit with him there, you know. But uh, I think it will be competitive. I, I would really love to see the fight. I think it's a fight that should happen next week. At the same time, the thing is, like, you have Pavlovich there. Listen, man, they just got to make sure Pavlovich gone, Aspinall, and the winner of Almeida against Blades. Make sure you don't get a fight matched up until Jones Miotic has been over, you know? Because if you do that, imagine UFC is like, listen, we're going to stack that New York pay-per-view a little bit more. Fuck it, we do Aspinall against Pavlovich on it. We know Pavlovich is backup fighter, but we do actually have Pavlovich against Aspinall on it. And that means you are before Jones against Miotic. You win. Either Aspinall or Pavlovich wins. Jones fights Miosic, both guys retire. What then? You know? Yeah. Then, yeah, the winner fights Gan for the vacant title. Yeah, it's possible, you know, but I wouldn't do that. Marcus, he says, uh, bad body language from Spearback before the ref stopped the fight. He looked terrible. He gassed out. He got the shit kicked out of him. Sorry, Marcus. I know you bet on him. Like, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Marcus, though, you've made some good bets on like Pantoja's dog. So it balances out. Like, you're taking an underdog, right? They're not supposed to win, right? So, like, I think Gon. Gone looked even better than expected, though. Honestly, like he—he he was only minus one ninety. He should have been like minus like three hundred when you think about it, right? You know what it is, Adam. I think many people just um, faded gone because of that Jones fight, you know. But Jones yeah. is that good. I don't think people give that's Jones what enough it is. credit of how good he is, you know. Yeah, that's what it is. Because like I was surprised at the time. I was disappointed, right? Like I yeah. picked gone because I'm I like, yeah. you know, Jones has been out for a while. I don't really trust him a heavyweight, and then he looks amazing, right? But I think gone definitely is good, though. Uh, yeah. I don't know what happened to Spivak. Maybe he had a bad camp or something. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure what happened there. He just looked bad. All right, let's go to the next fight. Menon Furo defeats Rosemary Yunus decision. Um, <laughs> one judge, Daryl Ransom, 327, really. I don't know how he gives that third round to, to Menon personally. I thought that Rose clear won the third, but clearly lost the first two. So, again, Marcel, this was the only pick I got wrong on the whole card. And I was, as the fight got closer, I was like, I wasn't sure. But look at the number. Look how close the fight was, right? Rose actually had more significant strikes landed, 60 to 58. And then, you know, it was pretty, like, other again, very close in this fight. And all three of the rounds on paper were close. But if you watch it, like, I thought Manon clearly kind of led the dance for the first two rounds. Marcel clearly landed the better shots. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think giving it to Rose is a, would be a, would have been a terrible decision. Um, yeah. So I think the judges got right. I just don't – I think the third round, I think Rose – like, if it was five rounds, Marcel, I'm pretty sure she would have won the fight, right? Because she's so That's used good. to that. I didn't even think about really the, the – it's only been what like second, third, three round fight in like the last like seven or eight years or something. Is that the stat? Something like that. So I should have considered that a bit more. Again, I took a shot in the dog here, right? Um, you took Spivak, right? Uh, Fioro, yeah. I, or, Fioro. I mean, Fioro, sorry, that's what yeah. I meant to say. Yeah, you took yeah. it. So good pick uh, by you. Go ahead. Yeah, man. And shout out to John Gooden because he can actually say Manon Fioro instead of Manon Fioro. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a really great fight to watch, to be really honest. You know, it was actually the fight I expected the most. A decision, yep, and exactly. probably Manon winning the fight. That's what I expected. You know, nothing nothing fancy, nothing big. But, yeah, it's a good win for her. Where does it put her in the division at, on top? Uh, but who fights next for the belt? That's the real – that's a major question here, man. I, I don't – I think – Listen, man, either Mano or Aaron, I would be good with. You know, I don't mind. I think both girls did enough to deserve maybe the shot for the title. Personally, you know, I'm a huge Aaron Blanchfield fan, so I want to see her fight for the title. But that's that's pure, like, my opinion, you know. But if they give it to Mano, I have no problem with it. But, hey, imagine Shevchenko wins 
a close fight against Grasso. They can do a trilogy there. And then they maybe do Manon against Blanchfield uh, for the number one contender spot. I thought it was funny when Manon said, like, yeah, I can fight Blanchfield. That's an easy fight. I think that's a stylistically horrible fight for her, to be honest. So, But uh, maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, but I think Blanchfield's, Blanchfield's probably get the title shot, I would think. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, they could fight each other, I guess. But I, I don't know. Like, I just, I guess I rate Aaron's win over Tyler better, too, cause just because of the weight class, right? Mm-hmm. Low shift, stay 115. Yeah, I mean, she, it was competitive, though, Marcus. Again, it was just five rounds. She might have won the fight. Yeah, but she was coming out strong. Go ahead, go ahead. The thing is, like, these girls are stronger than Rose at 125. Yeah. You know, I think she should stay at 115. I'm, yeah. I'm with Marcus here, you know. She didn't yeah. look, she, she didn't look like, Completely out of her league on 125, not at all, you know. But I think at 115, she got something special at 115. You know Give what me I a mean? second, Marcel. Keep talking. I think it's yeah. I think she got something special at 115, well, and I don't see that at 125. You know, so that's basically why I want to keep seeing her at 115. Um, yeah, guys, what we should we talk about? I don't know. Um, maybe the next fight: Benoit Saint Denis fighting Thiago uh, Moises. Second round TKO, great win for Benoit Saint-Denis. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say? Probably his biggest win so far in his career. And uh, he looked good, man, from the start. Um, I, I feel like Moises, Moises was done, man, after one and a half rounds. He really was done. He was like, it's not going to happen anymore here, you know. So um, Benoit Saint-Denis finished him. I think it was an amazing performance. Uh, great fight, deserved fight of the night. Um yeah, I love that fight, man. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, so sorry about that. I don't know. Someone called in. Like, guys, I don't even know the number. I shouldn't even picked it up, but, like, I'm kind of expecting a call to you. So, I don't know. No one was on the other line. That's weird. All right. Um, yeah, PSD is amazing. Like, I mean, he's definitely top 15, right? Like, right now, I think. Will you I give think him? He, pardon? Will you give him next? I mean, dude. Is, wait, let me ask you a question. Is Armand and Benil signed? Is that... It's not, I don't, as far as I know, it's not signed, but it's what they want to do. I, I would give him Frivola, man. Yeah, you York. could do that. I mean, that would be an amazing fight. I, I think he wins that fight, to be I mean, Frivola's look great, too. Like, I don't really want to kill off a new guy because they both, I know they're like, they like new, but that's the other guy I was thinking about, too. But, like, Boca. honestly, man, the reason I asked is because, like, I think him and Armand would be such a great fight, personally. Bro, give him Hooker, man. I mean, but it's, that would be a great it, fight, man. Yeah, but he, it's kind of, it's, I mean, it's it's not really nice because Hooker now has those shin guards, those metal shin guards. So I don't know if, I yeah, know I know, right? I saw that, yeah, the tattoos. Listen, like, the guy's good. He should be fighting someone that's ranked in that, like, 8 to 15 range. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Armand, yeah, he deserves it. To, I'm, I'm just saying that would be a great fight. But yeah, more realistic is like a Marcano or a Frivola or even a Diego Freya is number 15. Could be him. You know, any of those fights make sense. I think this guy is the real deal, guys. I mean, he's he's looked amazing at 155. All four of the performances were phenomenal. Four finishes, Marcel. And again, the one loss, guys, was like one of the worst games we've ever seen, but the guy didn't get finished. Like, so he's ridiculously tough. The toughest is like off the and at 170 against like a really good striker in the Santos, who's a pretty good fighter, underrated, I would say, throughout his career, too. Like, he is actually, yeah. So I see Skolaski the Santos, Marcel, is uh, he has uh, 10 and 3 record UFC. I mean, he's a really underrated fighter. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, I know he's a bit older now, but still very difficult to beat. He doesn't fight that often. I think he had Usada, but regardless, that loss to me is not really a big deal. I think the guy's a real deal. This was a great performance. Like, he beat Moises like worse than like Mahashev did in some, in some regards, right? So, 
He's the real deal, guys. He needs a ranked opponent. I think we both agree on that. Uh, next fight, Marcel Volkan Ozdemir defeats Bogdan Guskov. Yeah, I mean, this fight, like again, Guskov, short notice. The guy's just really not that good. He's he's like, uh, he's not very good, Marcel. Honestly, he gets the fact he got submitted here, I think, says like this guy was kind of uh, a fraud, fraud alert. He got fraud checked, Guskov, because he had a good record, Marcel, but like again, the competition was so bad. Um, Volkan showed why he's top 10 in the world. Go ahead. Yeah, man, I have so many difficulties always for picking Volkan Uzdemir fights, you know, because he's so, uh, how do you say that? Um, not, not really. He, sometimes he really fights good, sometimes he doesn't. He was just a level above him here, I think. Um, and he actually, he, he made it more insulting by finishing him with a real naked choke, you know, because he just could punish them out by a TKO, but he wanted the submission somehow. I don't think many people would uh, pick submission first round, but uh, I mean, Gubal, a good win for Uzdemir, uh, was supposed to fight more Zakhanov. Um, got the sh took the short notice fight. He said to Stefan Struve because Stefan asked him about it. He was like, Yeah, I wanted to fight in Paris because it's close to Switzerland, you know, and um. Yeah, I, I wanted to fight here. He said, and nobody, UFC said that nobody available unless they sign a new guy. So I told them to just sign a new guy. I fight that guy. So they signed Guskov. And uh, yeah, yeah, I got the win. He said, and that won't matter. So he wanted to fight in Paris. So yeah, he got the, he got his uh, he got his way and he did it well. So yeah. I mean, you look at who he's lost to. It's mostly like champions or like title contenders, <clears throat> right? So like Vol Volk is still a pretty good fighter, I think. Um, got Antoine in the chat. What's up, brother? Dan, what's up, man? Azamat versus Volkan, sure. Yeah, that, that's the fight it was supposed to be, I think, right? So I think they could rebook that fight. That sounds good to me. I'm fine with that. Somebody, uh, asked, somebody asked on Twitter uh, where uh, a guy has posted, like, a gun got robbed of 150,000. Uh, somebody has quote tweeted, it's like, uh, here is the actual mugshot of the, of the guy who always robs fighters. <laughs> they don't like it. <laughs> By the way, here's our boy, Fight Talk Only. Thanks uh, for that's the something. artwork again, as always, my brother. Really appreciate that. All right, William Gomez, Marcel. Okay, let's talk about this fight. So, mm -hmm. again, one of those we didn't actually get a chance to talk about th this fight, but I would have. I picked Gomez and I picked Lapo. So, like, I went to you know these fights. We picked too. them both too, or yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he clearly was going to win the decision, and then he gets uh, a, a finish with a body kick um, late in the third round. <sighs> Listen, it's it it is difficult to say like if it's if it hit the belt or the cup. I think in this case, like I don't think it's clear either way. But I don't know, man. Like the referee, I think, like there must be a way they can like just take a timeout and use replay to see, right? I think the problem I have with this one is like the ref stopped the fight, and the guy thought it was because you know he's going to give him timeout for the nut shot, but he stopped the fight. I don't think he would have stopped fighting, you know, because of that kick. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't think so. Gamery, right? It was just a weird finish, man. Go ahead. Yeah. I have my thoughts about it. The referee said it's a kick to the body. You know, did you know what? Did you know? Uh, did you see Charrier against Sekini before that? That's a kick to the body. You know, that's how you react from a kick to the body. You know, that kick wasn't low, but he, he hit him on the belt. But because he hit him there, I think the cup showed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because of that, oh, it, uh, it hurt. It hurt. Yeah. It hurt him, you know? Yeah. So um, we're just yeah. waiting a little bit for Adam because otherwise I have to say this for the second time. So. Uh, oh. Yeah, how are you guys doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, um, that's way a little bit for Adam because if I explain it now, I have to explain it again what I think. So, uh, yeah. Um, 
Knox says some fighters react because they want the ref to know what that it is a low, it was a blow blow. It doesn't mean that he actually hurt. True, man, true. But at the same time, I mean, it was bad, you know, by the ref, in my opinion. You know, it was bad. And Adam is back, so I can continue my, my, my talk about it. Um, so, yeah, what I was actually saying, man, I, I feel like um, it, it, it doesn't have to be low. But it can hurt them, you know. And the referee was acting like he 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 faked, you know. And I'm yeah. like, dude, you cannot say he faked, you know. You you cannot say that he was way too quick with his judgment there. So um, yeah, I feel like we're just gonna continue now. Uh, he was way too quick with his uh, judgment there. So uh, for me, it's like uh, he was uh, he should have just restarted the fight, in my opinion, or just didn't wave it off. That's my opinion. Sorry about that, guys. I had to take that call. I was sure I was expected. Um, yeah, no, I just think the ref fucked it up, don't you think? Yeah, like, exactly. yeah, it's the ref's fault. Like, the guys, who is the ref? Who is this guy? Lo uh, Pora or something, Loic Pora. Literally, I've never heard of this guy. I mean, maybe I he's, think he's another Wait, he's a favorite, he's a favorite ref of all Brazilians. <laughs> yeah, man, I wasn't impressed by the refing. I just think there was a lot of miscommunication. Like, now to be fair, he did say fight on, and the guy, you know, turtled up, but I again. You know, does Gamer even speak English? Does he? I don't know. Yeah, but but there were both French guys. The ref was a French guy, and the Gamuri was a, as a French guy. So, they could talk French. I just think the ref fucked it up. I mean, that's oh, yeah, really for, for what sure. it comes down to. The thing is, like, he he acted like he was sure that he was faking. You cannot act like you're sure he was faking. You know, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt there, unless it's a clear shot to the gut or whatever. You know, but it wasn't. You know, it was uh, on his. On the top of his shorts, you know. Again, if we just like instant replay should be able to be used here, guys. Yeah, they did, but they did a sign. I, I know, but wrong. they did, and then termed it was a low blow. I, yeah. I get it. So that's the thing. So fair enough. You know what? It was. You're right. But I just think the referee fucked up because he should have just called it an accidental one, and then they could have seen if it was legit or not. I just think the other way around, it's like it's hard again to overturn that thing. Anyways, um, yeah, that was still a nice knockout. I mean, it, it, you know, regardless, like a body, you know, getting a finish uh, in his, you know, for three and zero is good in the, for this guy. I think Gomez, like, he could get a top fifteen guy next. Like, I could see they do get him against like Alex Caceres. Could you see that fight? For me, it's a little bit too early to to be honest, Adam, because for the simple reason, this first fight in the UFC against Jarno Aaron's, he dropped the third round. He almost yeah. got finished. Second fight against Francis Marshall dropped the third round as well. Yeah. Almost got finished. And the, and this one has also some kind of an asterisk behind it, you know, to me. Although he was winning the first two rounds again, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. So oh, it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's really weird. But I would give him somebody else, but not, not so maybe well, give him a fucking, give him Nate Landwehr. You know what I mean? Why not? I agree. All right. And then next up, we had Morgan Chevier gets a performance bonus, Marcel. I should mention that uh, Gone also won the bonus. And then fight of the day, we'll talk about that with you in a second. But uh, yeah, Chevier looked amazing getting the knock over Noah Sakini. Like a double body kick, like amazing. Uh, yeah, I obviously picked this guy to win. I thought it would be more of a grappling type fight for him. But like looking back at it, you know, they put them in the first fight in the card. The other dude is already a striker, he's amped up to go. They're going to stand and bang, and Sherry gets the knockout. So great win for him. He obviously should have been in the UFC for a while, Marcel, I think. Yeah, the thing is, like, um, he, he lost 
to uh, Jordan Vucinic and Paul Hughes and Cage Warriors, and that's what probably uh, made him not go to the UFC that quick, you know. And now he yeah, finally had some wins again in Cage Warriors, and now the UFC was like we're going to Paris for taking him, you know. And smart because he's a very popular guy as well on the internet, you know. He's a social media star. Um, for example, when Cage Warriors does polls uh, about like what is your favorite fight of the year, and he is in one of those polls. It's like it gets over 10,000 votes and 9,500 9, votes are for him because that's how much of a great following he has, you know. Um, and he showed it, man. He he showed up in his debut in, in Paris. Amazing win. Uh, solid win. First round finish. Uh, nasty body kicks. Yeah, I loved it, man. Uh, no, I, dude, look at this. <laughs> Glenn, so here's the thing, Glenn. We apologize for starting early. I, again, yeah. I forgot it was a holiday here. So, I mean, I shouldn't say I forgot. I knew it was, but, like, just didn't think to, like, start the podcast earlier. But anyways, yeah, on these holidays, myself, I can. I don't mind doing them earlier, right? But, Glenn, uh, glad to it, have you there, man. Adam has literally, in Canada, they have, like, two holidays a month. Over here, we have one holiday or two holidays a year, man. I mean, your guys are they, – they call you guys the nicest people on earth in Canada. You know, you also got, like, the nicest government probably because you got so many holidays. We never got any holidays. <laughs> I get like – there's, like, one a month. Is uh, Yeah, it's crazy. We don't have one a month. I want to have one a month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then December you get two, right, because you get yeah. uh, Boxing Day and Christmas. Um, yeah, and, and, and oh, how do you say that? Uh, at New Year's Day, right, or oh, – oh, um, yeah, we have that too. <laughs> January, yeah, exactly. January holiday, right? But uh, yeah, no, it's good. I think maybe there's like one month. I think March doesn't have one. Let me double check. Oh, I, I, I feel so sorry for you. One month without a holiday. <laughs> there's yeah, there's not one in in uh, in March. That's I think the only month or in June. No, no, no that's that's that. I think June too. So maybe maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, yeah, it's like it's basically one month. That's basically what it is. All right, let's get back to the fights. You guys think Morgan can become a real international superstar? Yeah. I think he's good, man. Like, and he got the finish. Like, but you know, UFC featherweight division is deep, man. I mean, how good really is he? Like, he beat a guy that's you know inconsistent. So it's a good win, but yeah. Um, Taylor Lapolis defeats this Calvin Lawford guy. Like, man, I mean, he won the fight. Uh, you know, it was basically damage over control. Had one of those sites because Cal, the Irish guy, was just pushing his defense a lot of time. Right, Marcel doesn't really score, you know. So I wasn't sure what they would do. I thought it might be a split decision, but. You know, I picked Lapolis. He got the job done here, Marcel. Um, I will say though that other dude, the Irish guy, was so funny at the weigh-ins, Marcel, like sticking his fingers up and stuff. Like, I think he's, I think he's funny. Like, he's kind of a heel, right? So, he might be interesting going forward. But yeah, Lapolis is good. You know, what we remind me of of Joe Warren for some reason. That's funny. You know? you know what? Maybe yeah, yeah. Kind of like you know, square face, dude. His face is like a square. Do you see it? It's like yeah. Somebody called him like a mini mini Marvin Vittori or something, you know. Hey, a, a little bit, but no, I thought he was a he was a, kind of a prankster, you know. Go ahead, though, Marcel. Any thoughts? Yeah, Kalen Kalen Luckran, he, he he has done well in Cage Warriors, you know, and now he came to the UFC, and he pretty much said it to to my colleague in the interview before the fight. He's like, the UFC wanted to give me a gimme fight against Yanis Gamuri, and now I'm kind of a little bit fucked with 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 a veteran, you know. So. He was talking a lot of crap, you know, coming up to the fight, but he knew that he got actually got a tougher fight because Gamuri, I don't say Gamuri is a bad fighter, but that level is definitely a more uh, seasoned vet than Gamuri is, you know. So uh, that was a tough fight. And I think Laplace super quick uh, with his with his uh, with, with his kickboxing looked really good. Uh Lachran, uh did very well by uh by, by putting him in against the cage and trying to get, get him to the ground, but 
he didn't get anything going until the second round. The second round was well done by the Irish guy, you know, got it to 1-1 at the third round. I think it was maybe close until the last minute. I think Laplace took it away with some good uh, quality shots where he stunned Lachron with in the last couple of seconds. Um, yeah, good win for Lapolis, man. He's now 4-1 in the UFC, man. I mean, I never understand why they cut him, but uh, he also didn't understand. He said in an interview with uh, Stefan Struve, uh, he's like, I have no idea why they cut me, but uh, I'm back and I want to stay for a long, long time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping he does well. Uh, I really like him, man. I think he's a fun fighter. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, well, he's funny, though, right? Like, I, I can see why you flipped him. A lot, actually, uh, a lot of people, I think, took, were taking the... How do you say his name? Kylan? How do you say it? Kaelin Lockrun. Kaelin Lockrun. Yeah, okay. There you go. Thanks. Like, I'm not great at pronouncing these Irish guys' names. Yeah, me neither. I, I actually checked UFC Unfiltered with Matt Sarah, and he was on there, and he said how you said it. So <laughs> Nice. But yeah, I think he's someone interesting going forward because he, he's going to be a heel, right? So... Yeah, he didn't look good though. He just pushes the guy against the fence, basically. Uh, Lapolis, yeah, he looked good. I also saw a clip. Lapolis, he like did the French commentary for the main event. Did you see that? Like, yeah, he won the fight and then he went and got changed, showered, and then you know did that. All right, Angelosa defeats Reese McKee by decision. Uh, man, I I thought it was fight of the night. Do you agree with me? No, not over Benoit against. Uh, that was your fight of the night. I see. Yeah. I would have just I would have just given Benoit the the performance bonus personally. I like this fight the best in the card. I thought this fight was fucking awesome, man. Like, dude, Losa looked great, you know, overall, like great striking and the wrestling was phenomenal, six takedowns. But like, there's that one sequence, I think in the second round, where you're just pummeling Reese McKee's face. It looked like a yeah. pinball, like he was playing a pinball machine. Like, and then McKee in the third round, Marcel, once Losa starts to gas, he comes back. And I, man, I'm like, holy shit, we're going to see a crazy comeback, like late third round, like a, like a Lewis Volkov thing. But he just comes up short. Again, I don't know how one of these judges has a 3-27. Like, how do you give that third round to Losa? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually, I got to tell you, man, I, I banked on that. I had Losa. I think I was like, he either finishes him early and then McKee maybe gets a decision win because I, that was one of my two wrong picks on this car, McKee, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I, I was like, the last minute of the third round, I was like, dude, he's going to do it. You know, crazy. Because Losa was actually destroying him, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then he came back. Um yeah, it was a fun fight, you know, and it was definitely even more fun because of that final minute. Yeah, where you, exactly. Where you saw, yeah, it was a fun fight, definitely. I liked this one. Don't get me wrong, Saint Denis and Moises was a crazy fight too. I just like, I just really enjoyed this fight. So for me, like, if you're gonna ask, tell someone to watch the two fights in the car, be these two fights. Yeah. Um, Marcel, dog pick here. I think you followed me on this, one, right? Cornell, you picked her. Too. Yeah. She gets but, the job uh, done. Listen, close fight. It, it, it was damage versus control. I'm gonna read the stats. Forty significant strikes to eighteen for Cornell, right? With, but with five takedowns for Edwards. So and let me look at the control time here. Eight minutes and forty-two seconds. So a lot of control time. But I don't know, man. Like I don't. I think you know, especially that it was one-one. I think heading into the third, right? And that final minute where she just looks exhausted, Edwards is just such a bad look to the judges. And then Cornell did damage. So I, I gave her the decision. I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, like this is a robbery and stuff." But like, I don't think so. I I don't agree really with the three twenty-sevens. I had it again 29 28, but I thought Cornell won the fight. I think she won the the first and third round, right? I believe. So, what do you think? I had Atwards the first and second round, and Cornell maybe third, but not even convincingly. Yeah. So, I was actually shocked by the decision. Um, what what will I say? Robbery, the thing is, like for a robbery, it has to be super clear. I think Atwards kind of clearly won the fight, in my opinion, you know. Um, 
I can see where you're coming from with your damage over control and that's, that, that stuff. I understand what you mean. Still, I, I think Edward won the fight. But, man, the, the fight isn't, uh, how do you say that, uh, important enough to get me annoyed. Yeah, no, for really sure. Honest. And at the, same, at the same thing, Edward's got two split decision wins last time out that she actually didn't want. So it's kind of, I don't say that she then has to get screwed in this fight, but it kind of feels like, it evens each other out, you know what I mean? But I, I didn't like the, the, the decision. But it's just me. And I, I don't like, like I, Arnold, so. I don't like the two thirty twenty sevens. Like again, like another fight. Because I think at least the second round is Edwards. At least because look at they both only landed four strikes, which is pathetic, but Edwards had three takedowns. So like how do you give Cornell the round there really? Right. But again, the first round she had sixteen to seven and then the third round twenty seven. And I get it, you know, Edwards had like three minutes of control time each round, but again, like I don't think it was like effective control. I don't think she was really like advancing position. Like if anything, Cornell, like she had some like late reversals where she was able to, she has three reversals in this fight, Marcel, which is a lot. So anyways, again, it's not like I didn't, I honestly didn't care because I didn't bet on the fight. Yeah. I just picked <laughs> Cornell. I just picked her because I thought like, I'm like, hey, I did the team study. She looked good. But like, I wouldn't have cared either way personally. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, I would have been way worse if this was yeah. like a top three or top five. But here's the thing, yeah. like Edwards has been like living and dying by the sword. Like all of her fights are super fucking close. Yeah. Like she has to pull away better. All right. Um, yeah, a lot of people did. I, I mean, see, I, I disagree with you guys that she clearly won. Like, but again, like I, I if you guys say she won, I'm not gonna disagree either. Like I, <laughs> I was like I, I wasn't sure. I thought it'd be a split decision. I was really surprised by the 3027s. You know, um for Reed Bashra, I mean, this fight was yeah, he got hit with like what a head kick early on by, by Rodriguez, but you know, just takes over with the grappling, gets the submission. No bonus for him, but I thought, you know, he was potentially a, a bonus-worthy performance as well. Anyways, any dude, thoughts on Go ahead. Sorry. Dude is fucking good, you know. Dude is fucking good. Him and his brother. Just like his bro yeah, yeah, a fr friend of mine actually asked me, who do you think is better, Farid or Javid? The thing is, like, I think Javid is more um, uh, more smarter. More okay. smarter in his fight, fighting, uh, for how he comes, you know. He fights more uh, with a certain safety. I think Farid is more funner to watch. But Javid is, is more as a higher fight IQ. That's what I think. You know, I don't know if it's true, but that's how I see it, you know. But I think they both can come very far, you know. And uh, I got to say, Farid, uh, I remember him. He had, he, had, he won against Damon Blackshear last time, but he had some trouble, you know. But we all saw that Damon Blackshear was pretty... Was, actually a little bit more a little bit a lot better than we thought from the beginning when he came in the UFC maybe you know so um and now against Clayton he looked good man for it he looked really good and uh I think there are a lot of fun things coming for both brothers you know Javid is actually supposed to fight on September 23rd he still doesn't have an opponent let's hope he gets one wait who uh, pulled maybe, out who pulled out uh Victor Henry so, oh really yeah uh, that would have been a good fight actually yeah but let's hope they find somebody, you know, because I think these brothers are really fun to watch. And, uh, yeah, great great finish. I think he deserved a bonus. But uh, early on the card, and uh, maybe the UFC executives weren't in the building yet. I don't know. But, yeah. I didn't – okay, so Farid's a little bit younger. He's two years younger. That's interesting. 11-0 and 14-0, these two brothers. 25-0. You know what would be crazy, guys? If they kept winning and then one day they had to fight each other for the title, that would be crazy. Eh? Imagine that. They're both, <laughs> I'm not saying they're going to change. These guys are good, though, man, both of them. Both of them are good. Rock Talk, what's up, man? And then we got uh, Bloombot. <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, – I guess it's a bot, but anyways. All right, that was funny. All right, uh, was the last fight here? Yeah. yeah. Cavalcante – yeah, right. Cavalcante is pretty good, though. You know, good young striker. Zero Farron is just terrible. Get her out of the UFC. And, by the way, who wanted to catch weight? Can you, do you have confirmation on which side? Was the one so, 
Actually, the thing, do you remember that UC Rostel watch posted like Cavalcanti with a yeah. cross? I was like, what the hell? So I reached out to her management and he's like, no, man, she's in Paris. What are you talking about? She signed posters. She does. Uh, she did all the medicals. She's good to go. That's like super weird. There's also a catch weight out of nowhere right now. He's like, no, it was always a catch weight. It was 140. I was like, they, uh, how do you say that? In the press release, it was 135. He's like, yeah, that's obviously a mistake by them because because it was short notice. Uh, we asked for a catch weight, so it was 140. So, uh, yeah, 140. Fight happened. I think Cavalcanti was just way quicker in the things she did than Zara Farn, you know? And, uh, you know, Zara Farn, she always struggles, dude. I don't know. Listen, man, I'm, I will never say somebody should get cut off the, out of the UFC. I'm not like that, you know, because you talk about somebody's job. But at the same time, Sarah Fans, she's 0-4 now. She always struggles with making weight. She had she needed an extra hour. And she's like, I'm a ninja on the scale. I was like, okay. And, dude, she got a huge pop coming into the into the Accor Arena in Paris by the French people. And I tweeted out, like, Zara Farron got a huge pop from the crowd. I was never supposed, I never thought I was going to tweet this. Um, but all that, I think Cavalcanti could debut win, you know. But uh, let's be honest, yeah, you, you got to win against Zara Farron if you get the chance to get in the UFC against her, although it's on short notice. Um, I think Cavalcanti did what she had to do. Uh, I want to see her with a full training camp. Maybe she looked better, you know. I think she did enough to win 30 27. I was happy. Uh, we didn't have the one idiotic judge there who gave a 29-28 fan because it was in France. You never knew. But, um, yeah, good fight or good good win for Cavalcanti. wasn't a great fight, but she did what she had to do when she did it. So, good for her. Yeah. No, I think she looked okay. I mean, look at the stats. Like, it was 126 to 39. Like, that's a pretty dominant win. Um, you know, again, like, she didn't really go for the finish, though, which kind of bothered me. But... She still clearly – it was her debut. Like, so there's going to be some nerves there for – Short notice. Short notice, right? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. So, you know, girl's, what, 25, I think she is? She's super – Yeah, she's, she's young. Yeah. 26. She just turned 20. No, wait. Yeah, turned 26 last week. So, yeah, she's pretty good. All right, that's it for that. All right, let's go to uh, – uh, well, Glenn did – yeah, Glenn didn't like it. Yeah, I know what you're saying, Glenn. Yeah, Edwards, yeah. Farron is just not – like, she should not be in the UFC <clears throat> at all. Um, who's the, let me, uh, go to, uh, UFC, um, people do contender series Marcel? Because she asked so nicely. Sure. So we'll do contender really quick guys. And then we're going to do the UFC 293 preview. I still want to forget about contender before we, uh, before we get out of here. Let me just pull up the card. So right, we were, we were wondering last week why, why, why Prados was such a huge favorite. Well, well there, there's why, mine. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dana's saying he's like Anderson Silva. I don't know about that at all, but the guy is clearly good um he gets the win here over mitch ramirez knocks him out gets a contract i mean that's a no-brainer now let me just go through the no-brainers first okay there's a few yeah. things i want to talk let me let me let me tear with me for a second okay so yeah this guy gets obviously gets a contract uh thomas jefferson obviously gets a contract excuse me thomas peterson dude let's just talk about this quick like <laughs> listen this guy like justin bernard like i don't have an issue with the guy like he's been good i've i actually tweeted about him like last season, I think I'm like, hey, this guy's pretty good. That is just so bad, though. Like Thomas Jefferson, and then the guy yells back, Peterson. He could have corrected himself. That's yeah, he just like, walks away. Yeah, he should have corrected himself. Like I don't know what happened there. Like, and there's no one. Like, I thought he has an earpiece. Isn't someone like, hey, his name's yeah. this? I I don't know what happened there. Like that was terrible, though. Like that whatever happened there was awful. <laughs> like that that is the guy's biggest moment of his career. I mean, he, like yeah. listen, he just got signed to the UFC. It's big. Like, and out of nowhere, they said American president, right? <laughs> Guy's been dead for 400 years. Um, 
Yeah, I mean the guy the he's good though. Like I Chandler Cole, my god, Marcel, that'd be like if you were in the cage, you kind of look like with like a little bit like you, right? This guy maybe could fight at 205 because he doesn't really have muscle, just like it's just flat, you know. So yeah, he uh yeah, he got the he had a shot in tough and contender not he I don't think the is gonna bring him back. Um no, probably not. Quickly though, your boy Oki, amazing performance. I mean, this was the start of the night, right? He did really good. Yeah, against Dylan Salvador. I Bro, mean, those body shots, holy fuck. Like <laughs> Dana loved it. You know, he was just like, yep, signing. Like, we all knew he was gonna sign. I hope they can give this guy like a quick turnaround fight. That's what I'm hoping. This should be him, I think. Yeah, I mean, Bro, I should, fourth, should do him. Fourth fighter from Belgium, right? Fourth fighter from Belgium. Is there another European card coming up before the end of the year? No, not as far as I know. I don't think so, no. Okay, maybe, honestly, man, after this performance, guys, like, why not throw him on Abu Dhabi? Either that or, like, the New York card, like, on the yeah. you know, early prelims. Like, there's got to be 12 or 13 fights in these cards. Sure. Why can't this guy open up the card with, like, like what? Uh, he's lightweight, right? Like, yeah. just, let's, let's find a fight for this guy. Guys, I was beyond impressed. I mean, how could you not be? And look at the guy's resume, Marks, all those, like, body finish, body shot finishes he's getting. Um, who should he fight? He's one and only UFC. I really like this guy. I think he can get it. He didn't take any damage. You know the matchmakers liked him. You know they're already thinking, okay, where are we going to put him on? He's a lightweight. So let's take a look. He's 1-0. What about that Naimov guy? Could they do that fight? Yeah, why not? You know what fun would be? Trevor Peak. I may be fun, but Trevor Peak coming off the loss, I don't know if they'll do it, but it would be a fucking good fight, right? Um, I'm just looking at some other guys. Uh, Chris Duncan, that would be a pretty good fight, I think, actually. That would be a really good fight, wouldn't it? That would be a good yeah. one. But I think Chris Duncan Dun would just make Dun it boring. <laughs> Chris Duncan is booked. So He is? Who's he fighting? I'm not sure, but he said he's booked, so I don't know. All right, let me try. Uh, there's some other – I'm just looking at, like, 1-0 guys. There's some guys, like uh, – what's his name? You know what? That would be a good fight. Like, I, again, he's too no-no, Sadikov, but, man, that would be a good fight. Or Evan Elder would be a good fight, right? Actually, that would be a great fight, wouldn't it? What about the Terrence McKinney? That would be a great fight. That's actually another great option. That would be a great fight. Or even the Valdez guy that that, that guy that you know is yeah. three, but man, he's fun to watch. I'm excited, man, for this guy. I just I was beyond impressed myself. Like sometimes you just see like a guy that really has it. And I think Dana saw like money signs in his eyes again when he saw this guy. Cause man, the way he was going to the body is just you don't see it in MMA that often. It was really special, I thought. Um, and the the headshots were extremely accurate too. Adam, trivia. Who are the other three Belgian fighters in the UFC? All time or now? All like, time. Three Belgian fighters? There's yeah, three? you need to know one for sure. The other two, I give you. Oh, man. Belgium. Um, I don't know, bro. I honestly don't know. The one you should know for sure is Tarek Safadine. Uh, yeah, it's that one, yeah. of course. Yeah, and the, the, other other two, the other two are Cindy Dandois and uh, Catano Pirello. Oh, great call. Gaetano Perillo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think he's Italian, but I guess he's born there. Great call. Yeah, Mariscal's yeah. another guy, but he's fighting this weekend as Jack Jenkins, by the way. Go ahead, yeah, maybe the winner. Who, who's Sponge? Who's that? Yeah, that's Tarek Safadine. Oh, Tarek the Sponge Safadine. Yeah, of course. Dude, uh, Tarek was, he was a good fighter back in the day. I mean, you know. He was Triforce champion, right? Yeah, he was. And I, he, he beat Nate Marker, I believe. Uh, he retired a little bit sooner than I thought, like, than yeah. he have, you know, but he was losing at the end. The fight with Rory McDonald, I think he took a lot of damage in that fight. I think that was in Halifax. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I thought Oki looked great, guys. Like, I'm raving about the guy. Let's just quickly go to the other two fights, because I just wanted to get your thoughts. Dana passed on Tulio and Kuamba. Would you have signed either guy, none of them? Like, do you think 
You think that so, they, they just been signed to a guy? He's like, you know what? They didn't get a finish. Let's not sign them. Like, what do you think happened? I'll tell you a little bit backstory about the Tulio thing. So Tulio fought Yusri Belgari, and Yusri is like from my country, right? So uh, Dennis, uh, my colleague, did an interview with Yusri uh, after the fight, and he was like, "Can you explain a little bit what happened?" Well, he's like, 10 days before the fight, I got really ill, really ill." He said. So I called Glover, who is like also in his corner. He's like, "Dude, I really feel bad. I probably have to go to the hospital." So Glover comes over, he takes him to the hospital, and he got uh, bitten by a harvest bug. So. Um, he got he got something like a meningitis, and he got Lyme disease. So he's on huge on a lot of medication, and he asked the UFC like, "Can we reschedule the fight or whatever?" And the UFC is like, "No, we have to have this fight right now, or we have to find a replacement, you know, because uh, we're not going to reschedule this one." So he's like, yeah, "Okay, I'll try to make it." So he's like, "I still I'm still on medication, you know. The UFC knows about it, but uh, they appreciated that I took the fight, but." I only had pretty much gas for three, four minutes, and then I was completely done, you know? So Antulio took over, actually, after two or three minutes, but he didn't finish the fight, and the UFC knew about that U3 was on medication and oh, didn't okay. was fully. So I think that made a part of the decision why they didn't took Tulio. The thing is now, of course, if they need the middleweight, they definitely come to Tulio because Tulio is a teammate of Charles Oliveira, so he has the connection. So I think he will be in the UFC anyways, you know? The other guy uh, that was uh, Timmy Kwamba, right? I think Vogel won the fight, man. I had Vogel winning the fight 29-20. Yeah, so. I would have been a few. Uh, it came down to the second round, right? I honestly wasn't sure what the judges would say. Like, I thought it would be split. But, uh, yeah, Vogel, you know, again, according to the stats, outlanded the other guy 67-43. And I get it round by round, but I thought he won the fight. The second round, he outlanded him 24-13, third round, 58 line. So, the stats – and he had, he had that takedown too in that third round, right? So, clear, I thought he won the fight. I guess that's why they didn't sign him too. Anyways, um – but yeah, the two wheel thing makes a lot more sense now. All right, guys, yeah. we're gonna finish off and we're gonna start a new podcast here. That's we're gonna, when, yeah, that's when you listen to this podcast, you get some more inside information that you know don't get anywhere else. You know, <laughs> that's how you sell it, man. So, anyways, yeah, but uh, yeah, guys, no, we're just gonna finish off the podcast here. Appreciate everyone joining us as always. Uh, special edition, special time. We're gonna break down UFC 293. I'm looking forward to talking about these fights with Marcel. Some good fights on this card. Just stay tuned with us for a sec, guys. I'm gonna tweet out a new link for the preview show. Talk to you in a few minutes.